0: I'm here with Ben, and I'm here with Ben, and we got Kuz in the studio, Hi. and we got Mikey in the back, and this is, is the Ben, ben and ben, ben show. Today we got some new singles for you, and then right after that we'll go into our Kuz review of this week's album, Live Love ASAP by ASAP Rocky, and then with the help of Peter Ng, we're gonna review the album. Yeah.
1: Fuck that. Whoa.
0: Welcome to this week's episode. Today, we got a lot of good singles for you. Some, actually, no, that, I lied to you. Some of these singles are so good.
2: Say, these are we've seen
0: better singles. We've had a better group. We've had a better group. <laughs> Some of them are good. We'll, we'll get into this. We'll yeah. get into this. Well, our first single, coming back from JPEG Mafia, he recently released his new album. One of the track, Bald Remix, is the last track on that album. And, uh, Ben, uh, what'd you think of it?
2: I thought it was very good. I, I like the intro that it had that kind of mm-hmm. set up how the beat would work throughout the song. I like the sound effects, it has some like claps in there that I wasn't expecting, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it it just sounds good.
0: So there's two versions of the song on the album. The just normal version called Bald is kind of just the intro all the way through the song. Hmm. and That's why I think this song is better because it adds a featured verse by Denzel Curry mm-hmm. and I think his verse is really good. Yeah, I like The it. bass that comes in on it is mm-hmm. like really deep. Some speakers don't even, like, play it, because it's just so deep. (laughs) You've beaten the system. Yeah. (laughs) The bass is just... Uh, no, I think his verse is pretty good, and it adds a lot to the song. It's just a verse about, you know, losses that have been in his life, most notably XXXTentacion.
2: Also, so you said this was the last song on the album? Yeah. Is the normal one, like, in the middle? No, the normal one
0: is actually, like, right before this one. Oh, okay.
2: Do they transition into one another? Because I feel like it's
0: kind of an abrupt ending, but is it just... That's just how the album ends. Yeah, I think that's on purpose. I gave Bald a 8 out of 10.
2: I also gave it an 8
0: out of 10. Sweet.
2: I won't let him do me like y'all say. My mama say that I should pray. Cause Demon comes in different shape. Got that straight rats on my body. Cause my Maurice don't fuck with bait. All these bars that I be and Make it hard for you to relate. Next song up, we got Overpass Graffiti from Ed Sheeran's new album Equals, uh, you know, he went through all the math symbols, finally
0: got to equal sign. Most of his albums have been math symbols, so maybe we'll see him kind of branch out from the normal addition, subtraction. We'll just, I don't, th- I don't um, think he's done Minus yet. Oh, okay. Minus is gonna have to be a pretty bad album. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna cancel out. Yeah. We haven't like even talked gonna- about <laughs> the single <laughs> yeah. yet. Oh, Ed, enough
0: of shitting on Ed Sheeran. <laughs> no, Ed
2: Sheeran, he's, he's a decent guy, as far as I know. I, I actually don't know much about him personally, so I Oh, shouldn't... well,
0: I'm sure he's, a, like, a good person, but I don't really like but his, most his of his music. music. Yeah,
2: his speaking of, of which, there's not much to mention. That's why we're kind of avoiding it. It's kind of just a generic <laughs> pop song. The There's, like, a little acapella part at, like, three minutes in, and I kind of like that, but other than that, it's pretty basic. It's pretty generic.
0: The only part I really liked was the bass is... For some reason like turned up a couple knots on this song yeah, and it really comes through but at the beginning of the song it worked so yeah. the only really part I liked about this song was the beginning of the song and there was only one part of it hmm. so
2: I'd say huh. it's at least from my perspective there's more to like about this song than you know just the first part of it I think that it, it's a decent song it's just nothing that's too memorable Mm-mm. it's yeah compared to what other stuff Ed Sheeran has done it's not it's not amazing so
0: and I gave this a 4.5 out of 10. I
2: gave it a 6 out of 10. So.
3: I never wanted to break it Leave us tainted Know I should walk away But I just can't place us
1: You took off in the tent.
0: So next song is by Boone. The song name is The Hardest Cut. Uh, I think the the guitar on here is pretty good. Oh, yeah. I really like that. It kind of like between lyrics it'll break out into this like rift and then before it goes into the next lyric I think that's pretty good. The vocals he can sound kind of strained But I do think like I've listened to a lot of Boone's other stuff and that is kind of like the thing with them That's really
2: the only comment I had was like well negative comment I should Mm -hmm. say is that the vocals do at times get a little hard to listen to just because it's a little strained Yeah, which is kind of like the last song and the baby No Money, but it's Uh, It's nowhere near as bad But I think the guitar throughout the entire song is very impressive There's a guitar solo that they just go like off on Yeah. And honestly I think the solo, the guitar solo is too short I feel like they cut it short and they could have had it better But also that's kind of maybe what makes it good Is like it's short, it leaves you wanting more Yeah,
3: That's what she said
2: Next
0: song
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's my turn (laughs) Next song, well
2: okay (laughs) Hardest, Hardest cut sorry. Sorry, I just got, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I, I like this really? song.
0: Yeah, I actually uh, gave it a 5, no, sorry, 6.5 out of 10. Oh, okay. I like wasn't, song. like, totally blown away. I think Spoon definitely has a lot better stuff. Yeah. From it. The
1: Hallelujah needs a score.
2: Smoking out the window by Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic does not miss, and I, you can hold me to that. Mm-hmm. Silk Sonic does not miss. We'll I'm, see
0: about that when their album. comes
2: When out. their album comes out, I'm, I will see. Mm-hmm. I am very optimistic about it. I'm very excited about that album. But this song, I think, is really plays to their strengths. The, the duo, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. they both shine on this al- on this song. Their vocals are there. The harmonies are there. The, I really like the drums on this track even. And it's just, it all works together really well. Ben, what did you think?
0: I agree with all of that. You know, Bruno Mars is always a very good singer. Anderson .Paak as well. Really, the only thing that I would say that's kind of bad about it is, it does sound like a lot of what Bruno Mars has already done, so, hmm. it, but it's it's still really good. And I, only, I wouldn't take away too much for yeah. that. Right. I gave it a, a 7 out of 10.
2: I gave it a 9 out of 10.
0: Very nice. Next song is Yuri by Your Old Drew. Your Old Drew takes a lot of influence from MF Doom and has done a lot of songs with him. And I feel like, if you like MF Doom, you'll probably like Your Old Drew in that he's just kind of taking that sound that MF Doom had and bringing it into this newer era, mm-hmm. almost. Inspiration. Yeah. It's an
3: innovation that
0: And uh, this song has good lyrics. Uh, It has a rock beat, which you don't see a whole lot in rap songs. And I think it's kind of one of the hardest genres to take and make a beat out of. So I think props to him for that. The only thing is though, the song kind of will start and then just keeps going. It doesn't get like any less exciting or any more exciting. It's just kind of one idea throughout the like two and a half minutes that it runs Mm -hmm. and when it ends it just kind of ends and you're like oh okay
2: yeah a lot of what you said i had written down like it's it's good it's got a rock beat which is kind of unique well not unique but you know interesting it has like a guitar in the background the entire time Mm -hmm. and that kind of plays to what you said how it's kind of monotonous after like it's just it doesn't rise or fall it's just the same thing for like the whole duration of the song so it's good but it's it, you know it kind of needs something else to grab yeah. my
0: attention I gave this a 6.5 out of 10 I gave i a now I a it big love in a small
2: house next up we got room for you from Madison Beer for the new Clifford the big red dog movie. Live nice. action. It's live action, uh, surprisingly. How'd they get the dog That's, <laughs> That's a good question. I can't wait to see. But honestly, you know, this song, I think it has 10 out of 10 vocals, 10 out of 10 instrumentation. Mikey, looked that up. It's just, <laughs> how'd they Where get is the dog this pick? episode?
0: Oh, right, Mikey's running from the IRS, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay,
2: yeah. Okay, to That damn
3: government. Oh. I don't think we're supposed to say that. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll cut that out. Right. We'll cut that out.
2: Anyway. Uh, but you know, I think I think it's a perfect song, actually, Ben. I I nothing. You know, no. <laughs> it's it's such a like. Madison Beer. I, I don't know much about her. Me neither. It's just, I've
0: never heard of her before. Uh, but she really?
2: But I feel like it's it's a very generic song. It's it's kind of- it's a weird, like, it kind of tries to be like an EDM song even, like oh, where there's yeah. like these breaks yeah. where it's just like the piano
0: riff, and it, it's so weird. I would agree, it's like good vocals, yeah. and yeah, everything- it was like- all the like instrumentation was done right, but it's just not really that interesting of a song. I will um, say,
2: I added it as a joke, but I, I was surprised that how much I didn't hate
0: it. Like, yeah. It, how could you hate Clifford? But true.
3: True. Wait, did they ever explain how Clifford the Big Red Dog exists? Like, I didn't really. Watch <laughs> no, there the is cartoon, there is a like, reason. There is a reason. Well, did they he used like to be analogs? a normal. He
0: probably, used to be a normal. Probably like Martha Pop. speaks where she probably. ate some like you know, alphabet what, soup.
2: Alphabet soup and then he yeah. <laughs> ate some uh, I need to brush anti erection Clifford,
3: pills. Clifford the Big Red Dog. More. Anti. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> some anti erection pills. Would it be? it be the other
0: way around? I said anti. <laughs> but,
2: um, also, when are, said, when, since one of anti. Oh wait, no, those are probably.
3: A thing probably. That's that's what <laughs> yes, they, so are, you, they are. those yeah, 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 After it hasn't gone away after yeah. four hours, and uh, you can call the phone number. I love how this is. We're talking about <laughs> room for you, a song from
2: Clifford yeah. the Big Red Dog, and somehow we're talking about anti erection pills. And
3: since Clifford had already been fixed, the medicine went to the rest of his body. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: No <laughs> wonder how he actually got that big. <laughs> Hold on, Mikey I'm I'm Mikey pull up. that up. Mikey pull that up. Oh dude Clifford, we're gonna How did
3: Clifford get that big? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh we're, we're, it's we're, because
0: we're it's because Emily Elizabeth loved him so much. I oh. thought it was love. Like my guess would have been love. Oh, so the reason your dog isn't as big as a house is because you don't love it enough. Yeah. According to First for Women, he while he was born a normal
2: size. He grew so big because his owner loved him so much. And why was he red? Doesn't say. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, the song it fades out and I'm like, why I just have to fade out. Like, some songs you can fade out in a good way, but this song fades out so unnaturally and it just like, seems so cheesy. I oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, a, yeah, some songs can fade out. This- the way that this song does it, I feel like it's just cheesy, it's weird, it's out of place. We're- we're judging a children's movie song, so I don't- I don't know what- It doesn't com- really I, I don't know what we've come yeah. to. We're talking about anti-erection pills.
0: <laughs> I'd give this a 5 out of 10. Because it 10. just wasn't like- it was just perfectly in that middle ground of not being really bad, but not being all that good.
2: I also gave it a 5 out of 10. Yes, and I
1: won't Honey knew that I always
0: got room for you, I room for you. Our next song is one right now by Post Malone and The Weeknd. Big duo coming Big in here. Duo. Oh yeah. I think the beat is good with a good mix of bass, trap beats, and mm-hmm. instruments coming in.
2: Yeah, I, I like the bass right throughout. Well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's solid.
0: I mean, like The Weeknd is a super good singer. So is Post Malone and like they're kind of going off on this track.
2: I thought, yeah, the vocals are good. From what I took away from it, it's kind of on par with what The Weeknd's been doing recently, kind of that 80s. Yeah. Which I feel like you could argue it's a bit drawn out from him, but yeah, I don't think this song does a whole lot, like that brings a ton to the table. It's a collaboration between Post Malone and The Weeknd, it's solid. I gave it a 7 out of
0: 10. I also gave it a 7 out of 10.
2: Boom. Mm. Alright, so now with the singles done, we're gonna be going into our cruise review of ASAP Rocky's Live Love ASAP. <laughs>
1: And now a word from our sponsor. Well, like, the curling club's more like a niche sport. Like, a lot of people don't actually know about it, even though we're only, like, 10 minutes away from the high school. And the curling club this year, I'm going to try to maybe have one or two other Learn their Curl events. Or if it's not, that's going to work out. We'll just have the Learn the Curl event, like, on a practice. But our practices are Tuesday morning, Friday afternoon, and Sunday morning. Friday is gonna be the best day, because that'll have that's the most ice time. We have two hours after school on Friday, and you just come over to the curling club, we'll have time for a game. That'll probably be like the, the fun day, While well, i post the other days so only like an hour of ice time. This year, we have a couple of events already lined up. Portage and Stevens Point have, have reached out to me and asked what teams we were able to play with, and we might not be able to have matches with them. And then we also have a, f- a few bond spiels we're going to, and Bonspiel's like a, a tournament for curling. And then we have the Madison Junior Spiel, which is the first one, which is in December. And there's a, a few other Bonspiels we can go to. They're like the Junior Bonspiels at Portage, Appleton, Green Bay all around the area. And then we are already signed up for state, all so right. we have a uh, slot I think for boys and girls and we just get into that bonspiel to tournament, a lot of fun. Uh the cool thing about uh, junior curling is high school is a lot more getting people involved opposed to being competitive. Like of course state's competitive cuz it's state, but everything else is kind of just like let's bring these people in here, and let's get them together and have some fun. Kind of just what curling's about. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm Logan Aro and you can find me on my Instagram at logan R, R- o 16 or at the curling club Instagram which is MG underscore Curling Club. And I'm going to be posting there regularly about updates, about practices, about myself and other people in the Curling Club.
0: Well, thank you to Logan Aro from the Curling Club. Make sure to come out. I swear to God, it's going to be the best varsity sport at this school by the end of the year. So, yeah. Yeah. And you can quote us on that. You can quote us on that. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, cool. Thank you, Logan, for coming in.
1: Thank you for having
3: me. So this is Eli Kuzma coming in with a Kuz review for you all. This week's album is Long Live ASAP by himself, ASAP Rocky. I don't really listen to rap at all, and I have seen this album, um, and I was able to recognize it. It's the the, the image of ASAP Rocky in front of the American flag, blowing um, doing the French inhale. First jumped out at me. I've 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 seen both the black and white and the color version of this. And what first jumped out at me when I was doing research, the photographer's name um, who did this photo is Brock Fetch. Um, and he's worked with a lot of, of hip-hop artists in the early 2010s. In an interview at where he was asked, you know, kind of the story behind this photo, it, it was not in a studio at all. He, um, ASAP did not go anywhere to do this. This was literally, he said it was an apartment with no furniture but two couches and like two guys playing Xbox in the corner. And he just kind of kept taking pictures until he got one. And that's how we have this album cover. And I, I'm not quite sure he shoots in both film and Polaroid, but if you look at his work, it actually reminded me of a early 20th century uh, photographer called, uh, his name is Jacob Reese, and he's originally from Denmark. But what he did, because the, 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 the flash bulb with flash powder was invented in 1899. And he had just basically come to America and his whole deal was he would go to the the slums, the tenements in New York City, and he would use this new technology at the time. At the time it was a powder that would be ignited and it would create this flash and he would capture these images of just so so much raw just life you know in the city it's very authentic it's where his message was you know and and honestly if you look at the tone and especially since the, the the album cover is in black and white, it really just does evoke this same mood, the same tone. So if you want to look up Jacob Reese, that's J-A-C-O-B, Jacob, and then the last name is spelled R-I-I-S, you'll see some really, really, at the time, very novel work. And I think it's very reminiscent of Rock Fetch's work. Yeah, that's all I got for you today. Honestly, I, since it's such an iconic album cover, I would rate this album cover like a good seven or eight out of ten and it's just it's a great image this is uh review signing off okay uh so in retrospect and after reviewing the footage so it is not our long live asap as i had originally said but uh live love asap so that is yeah my apology video like and subscribe
2: We have a very special guest, Peter Ng. Welcome to the podcast.
4: How are you? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Really Glad to have you. Yeah, glad Glad to to have have you. you. So, Peter, when it comes to music, what do you like? I like all music if it's good, you know. I listen to a lot of pop rap music because, I don't know, it's interesting and there's a lot of, it's like an expanding genre, you know, It's everything's changing. Yeah. But I do enjoy my old, like, rock music, 80s type stuff. But, you know, really anything, I listen to it Mm -hmm. as long as it's good. Any favorite artists? Uh, You know, I'm a big fan of Kanye, but everyone is, I feel like.
0: (laughs) Hey, Kanye's pretty good. Well, moving right into <laughs> an album, Live Love ASAP. What some of your guys' favorite tracks? I enjoyed uh,
4: the opening track, Palace, a lot. I thought Peso was good, and Sandman was also interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean, Palace, I think it does a really good job opening up the album. Like, it has this, like, background
0: choir with it. Kind of mm-hmm. gives it a grand sound, grand feel. And I really like how he used that throughout. Um, Houston, Old Head, Brand New Guy, and Keep It G were probably some of my top tracks off the album. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sandman, I thought, a uh, pretty good closer for the album and that was a new track as well right yeah on the original album because this is a re-release it had a different outro that was cut for this release and sandman is its replacement Hmm. yeah i think we all like peso i I thought the beat was pretty good it kind of breaks into something pretty cool the chorus on it is good its uh unique use of like chimes in its beat was pretty good and like relatively interesting lyrics throughout the whole song
4: i thought the the chorus the guy sounded a lot like the guy from Coldplay, chris martin Yeah. yeah i thought it sounded similar and I actually checked. I don't think it is, but I just like, I was like,
2: oh my god. Hmm, I didn't notice that.
4: Maybe it's just that's me. It's an interesting, yeah. I'll have to go back and listen to that. Another mm-hmm. thing uh, I noticed is uh, they had like a kind of a reggae thing type person. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And that's becoming like more and more popular in rap music
1: today.
4: Mm-hmm. I enjoy it for one,
0: and I mean this album. This song too came out like ten years ago, and I think this album like really pioneered a lot of stuff that was coming out. It's been a- around for a while. It's just we've seen it kind of grow ever since this era that this album came out. And
2: other than a couple, a couple songs, I don't think you'd really be able to tell that it came out ten years ago. There, there are some effects that are used, and I'm like
0: that. That's a pretty mm-hmm. basic thing to use that people use ten years ago.
4: I did not know this album came out from about ten years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is a re-release of um, one. One of his first mixtapes and it has not been available on any streaming services until a couple days ago. That's pretty much what the album yeah. is about. He just released it for the 10-year anniversary, right? Yeah, and with some notable changes. On the original, the last two songs were out of this world in Kissin' Pink. And those two were replaced by Sandman as the outro tracks, and the original album cover was in black and white, and now this one is in color. And those are like the big
4: changes. That is kind of crazy because I was like listening to the whole thing, thinking it was like a new release, and I was like, "This is pretty good." But it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really impressed me that it came out ten
0: years ago. It's like. Yeah, this time. I mean, yeah. When I listened to it at first, I thought it was just like a new release from ASAP Rocky. Then, like, I started doing research for the episode, and I was like, Oh, okay. This is from a while ago. So
2: I guess that just shows you how like innovative he was, kind of leading the
0: the genre. Yeah, new, yeah. New techniques and stuff. So I think a lot of stuff in this album that we hear that sounds really repetitive, that's like used all the time today. When this was released ten years ago, he was pioneering that sound. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why this is a pretty important uh, mixtape for ASAP Rocky. I
2: will say. Some of the stuff he does gets, gets kind of repetitive. Like some of the songs in the
4: middle there, it's... Yeah, he, I used a lot of like, when you just like pitch down the voice and it just,
0: The deep voice? I did yeah, not like that. it's yeah.
4: all over the place in this one. Yeah. It's
0: used too much. Tyler the Creator, his new album, has a like a, a voice that'll come out on all the songs throughout the album, and I think that's used pretty well, but for, just mm-hmm. for some reason on this mixtape, it's just not used very well, and it gets kind yeah. of annoying and overbearing mm-hmm. at times. Because, like, the first couple songs, you can take it, and then it's like, oh, he's still <laughs> he's still doing
2: this. How about we just move away from that? But then again, you know, it was something new at the time, probably, or
0: newer. And speaking so. of being new at the time, I know before we started recording this, we were talking about the song Bass and how it had that <laughs> sound uh, that sounded really old. Peter, do you want to kind of talk about that? Uh, yeah, so the actual the sound we're talking about is
4: 009 Sound System Dreamscape by Trance. and if that doesn't sound familiar that's because we'll play it over uh, it but you may know it for old youtube tutorial vids (laughs) it's uh, quite iconic you want to hear it you know it but yeah the song bass has a similar sound in the heat and it's uh
0: you can't like once you hear it you can't can't unhear it yeah yeah Yeah. because i hadn't thought of that until peter showed me and now it was so accurate (laughs) that i can't that's a lot about songs we like. What about songs you guys just didn't like off this album?
2: There was one song that I did not like at all, and it was Acid Drip. Yep. It was pretty boring. The, te- like the chorus for me was really weird. It was like a mix of speaking, singing that he was kind of going for. It kind of just seemed creepy to me. I did not really like that song. I think it's only like two minutes or something,
0: but it's still just a bad song. I did not like that song. Yeah, I agree. The, the beat isn't really all that great or noticeable, so it doesn't help the song at all. And then I agree, his voice is not
4: really working. Uh, I didn't have any that I... You know, really disliked. I, I didn't listen to it
0: super intensely, but
4: I thought well, there's a few good songs and a lot of alright songs. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I'd agree because like most of this album is alright songs with some good songs mixed in.
2: Another song that I didn't find too interesting was Leaf. It's one of the longer songs in the album, and I feel like it kind of just dragged on. It wasn't really introducing any new
4: ideas. It was kind of just the same thing for the whole five minutes. Mm-hmm. I had Leaf written down as one of my songs I enjoyed, actually, but I think the the beat on it, a lot of the production on this album is very nice. I think they mm-hmm. did a good job at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just enjoyed the sound of that one.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with Peter in that uh, Leaf, I think, has a good beat. But speaking of production, Kelvin Crash does most of the production for this album, and I think he does a really good job for a first mixtape and everything. I mean, you can like you said, you can hardly tell. Yeah. Just just a couple things that he uses are, like, Peter, <laughs> like, <laughs> like was like, 20, didn't, didn't 2010, well. 2011-esque, you know.
2: Um, other than Leaf and Acid Drip, I didn't think that there were really any bad songs on this album. Like Peter said, mm-hmm. it was just a lot of alright songs with a batch of really good songs, so.
4: And when it comes to albums, I never like them, unless there's, like, a really awful song that, like, sounds bad. I always think, like, if there's good songs and songs that maybe aren't your favorite, I, I think of it as
0: a good album. Yeah, like, I yeah. try mm-hmm. to look at the good parts as opposed to the parts I don't enjoy. As much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a super good way of looking at it. I think when you're trying to look at an album overall, you do have to kind of remember the worst parts of it. But like when you're just like listening to music casually, like if you just get caught up on like the bad songs, well, you don't have to listen to the bad songs. Yeah, it's such a pessimistic
2: way of like, yeah. like if if an album gives you songs that you really love and you want to listen to, then it shouldn't be just disregarded because there's like a couple of bad ones. But Mm -hmm. like you said, they're not necessarily bad songs on here. It's just a bunch of all right ones. Another song that I actually really liked was Keep It G. sampled another song like for the saxophone in there and I, I really liked how that worked with
0: the bass it worked really well together yeah i agree with that keep it g was probably one of my top tracks off this album mm-hmm. uh there's this open verse that was like spoken i think that's what was sampled um oh, okay. and then there's two features from like really small artists i'd never heard of called chase infinite and space ghost perp and i think they both do a pretty good job here and then just a jazzy beat throughout the whole song kind of ties it all together so it was the instrumental that okay. was sampled
2: I'm sure the the
0: spoken was... Yeah, I don't know. We'll have Mikey look at that. Post-processing Ben here to say that it was just the instrumental that was sampled.
4: I enjoyed the song Demons, and uh, when I listened to that one, I thought just the, the way he sounded really reminded me of Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. the, you know, now that I know that it was came out 10 years ago, that makes it more interesting because I think Lil Wayne was like one of the pioneers of the hip-hop music during the 2010s and I really enjoy his music and then I listened to like uh, a lot of the other songs and just the, like the way A$AP Rocky, like his lyrics and the way he kind of interpolates his voice and like, the, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. How he kind of like expresses his yeah. meaning through lyrics. And yeah, just overall his sound sounds a lot like Lil Wayne and I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like Demons is the most real song on the album? Yeah. Like, cause, like you said, he uses
2: these different ways to like distort his voice, yeah. you know? But I feel like Demons, while he's, I think he still does that a little bit, but it's, it's more real to me. It seems like it's more introspective,
0: more him just kind of putting it out there. Yeah, like, or trying to put on a that. show. I think my last like really good song off this album would be Trilla, mainly because I think the beat mixed with the like this really greasy guitar licks that it has throughout it kind of works for a really smooth beat that ASAP Rocky and his features do verses really well over it. Mm -hmm. It's not like a totally blowout song, but I think just works all ties in very nicely together.
2: There's something about like just even the bass drum in that song that I feel like it's so satisfying to listen to. Like I don't know what or like how he did that, but it's just different. It sounds. Like raw, and it's just really satisfying to listen to. I don't know why I picked up on it, but mm-hmm. you know kind of gives like a like a Western vibe
0: almost. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah. guitar. But yeah, no, I totally. I think it was, works yeah. really well together.
4: I think all the songs on this album just give you kind of know, like you can paint a picture in your mind, or just like it's good at painting a picture. Yeah, they're very atmospheric songs. Yeah, so. yeah. Let's you know. see if they actually sample the one the twenty eleven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm surprised at how like there's bass in the
2: song bass, but it's not as in your face as oh, it's, it's not it's, as in your oh, face yeah. as I. thought it would be yeah on a song about bass it's not a whole lot of bass it's not oh yeah disappointing just like how there's not as much bass as i'd like in the song bass but song is just disappointing (laughs) no it's a good song yeah it's it's okay but now that peter has said the the youtube thing it's It's, kind of tainted yeah (laughs) All right, so then finally the closer Sandman the new song that he released the new closer I really like this and he he's singing in or you know He's speaking in French for the chorus as well. Oh really? Yeah, and he says it's he kind of mispronounces it So it's (laughs) kind of like I had to look it up like what is he saying here and apparently it's in French But he's saying merci beaucoup just like Moulin Rouge
0: Merci beaucoup, just like Moulin Rouge
2: which is, you know, thank you very much. And then uh, he also says later in the chorus, "Voulez-vous coucher for eternity?" Which is, do you want to sleep for eternity? So I thought it was just interesting how he he has French on that compared to the rest of the album, which I think is all just English. But yeah. I really like the the melody that he has there. It, it was stuck in my head for a while, so.
0: Yeah, I agree, it's a good trap beat, good flow. I, I really like the chorus on it. Um, I think multiple times throughout the album, he shows that he, as well as being a good rapper, he's a good singer. Yeah. And I think he does that on the chorus as well. Mm-hmm. And then, just it's a good outro for the album. Even though I, a lot of people were upset that he replaced the original outro, and I guess I don't really have much to say on the original outro, but I think this works for what we have here
4: i enjoyed sandman as well i think you know at 2011 i think not a lot of
0: rappers at the time would have put french in their songs yeah Mm -hmm. so
2: well this this was a new one well i think oh yeah Yeah. this song was
0: actually originally like an untitled track that he never put on the oh okay then i'm wrong yeah (laughs) i should have specified that this song sandman was originally a song that was untitled and never put on the original album okay so it's not new it's just like it's unreleased. new for this album, yeah. yeah okay. release yeah. that sort of thing. All okay. right, then yeah. So yeah, Sorry. well, Peter, yeah, you were, well, then what I'm you glad. were saying was valid. I'm, yeah. I'm
4: glad he actually uh, put it on this one then, because if he didn't put it on the last one, then, like I think it's cool that he put it on. Yeah, I haven't know? heard one, the ten
2: years later. I haven't heard the other outro songs, but I do think that this is a really nice outro for the for the album, and even the outro of the song itself really works well. So I think it does a good job. So overall peter what do you think of this album
4: i thought it was uh good not great but good i'd give it like a seven out of Mm ten i think the songs like that i really enjoyed like palace and peso and those
0: are just really catchy and like really get you going Mm -hmm. i have to agree that it's good but not great it's not probably not something i like return to for the album but there's definitely songs on it that i'll return to uh like houston old head and trilla overall i'd probably give this like a 7.5 or 8 yeah i'd give it a 7 out of 10 probably like for the same reasons there's a lot a lot of good songs,
2: nothing too amazing. Songs like Sandman or Trilla or like Keep It G. I think those might be ones that I come back to. But other than that, not not too
4: much. A couple of these actually made the playlist. Oh, okay. yeah, I, okay. Same for me too. The yeah. highest honor you can receive in music is Peter and his playlist. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Wow. That that is an honor. Is
0: it? That's not the Thanos one. Right? Oh, no. That's a different. One. Completely Sorry. different. Sorry. All right. Well, thank you, Peter. Oh, thank you guys for having me. It's been a pleasure. It was an honor to have you on. Yes. Well, this has been the Ben and Ben Show. Uh see ya next time. Bye. And right.
4: cool. this is what I found out. Life is just a bitch. A bitch is like a hoe. I always want the money. Money come and go. We're in certain foes. The foes take me fake. If you listen.